Everybody, Lee Houston here. I got very special guests from Wrestle Talking the D. My boy Josh, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. How you doing? I'm good, man. Our friend uh, Martez Al could be with us today, so he's one of his awesome hosts. If you haven't heard Wrestle Talking the D, you need to check him out on uh, Blog Talk Radio or on Facebook. Wrestle Talking the D for the D for Detroit, and it's pretty awesome. Uh, you, 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 do you have a show on there? Uh, I'm actually, uh, we're on, uh, I'm on the Russell Talking to D podcast. Cool, here. cool. Uh, I've been with them for about two, three months now. It's, it's cool, man. It's, you know, it, wrestling's my life. Wrestling's yes, my business. That's what I'm talking. Well, let's get into that then. Let me ask you something here. What was your honest opinion, no matter how ugly it is or how truthful it is, about WWE? First of all, here you can curse. It's all good. Secondly, uh, I've also been a lifelong fan of WWE. I probably will till the day I die. Uh, I don't say I wouldn't say it's going down because like we'll always always the next generation or whatnot. But I will agree with this. They need to they need to focus the influence the influence on the next generation. So, and by the next generation, I do not I do not I do not endorse two point oh NXT. NXT was fine. It was cool. It was perfect the way it was. And you came up with NXT 2.0. What the hell is that? Uh, he, he took he took Frosted Flakes and made it Fruity Pebbles. That's yeah. what I think he did. Like it was, NXT was fine. It was okay. It was all good. Vince McMahon likes. Uh-huh. Sasha Tampa, 
good wrestler, good good leader in the NXT locker room, but they're going to make him look pretty much like a bitch to Ron Breaker. Yeah. That's not cool because Ron Breaker literally has not had that many matches. He didn't wrestle in, 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 in the Indies, Independence. He didn't wrestle anywhere. He literally trained with his dad and his uncle, and then they just said, oh, we're going to sign him. Mm-hmm. He had no matches ever, and he's a he's a top contender. I mean, come on, no, I don't. I don't. Our traditional person, you want to put somebody in a main picture for a title, they let them earn their stripes before you just give them the the opportunity because you're passing up on so many other people that it's it's quite sickening if you ask me. I mean, yeah. I think Brown Breaker's a joke. I think he's, I mean, does he have talent? Okay, let's face it, dude's got talent, but he's a joke because he is the spitting image of what the Steiners were, only with the attitude of Big Papa Pump, and that's just stupid. Mm. My, my. Look of NXT 2.0. I don't like the building. They modified the building. I don't like that. I don't like they. They, they have a few black and gold folks. Very few. Uh, my folks, Tampa, Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, who else is still there? Black and gold. Uh, Pete Dunn is still there. Thank God. Uh, very few people from black and gold. I don't like nothing about 2.0, man. For real. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, it, it, you can put toxic attraction. They're gonna make money. They're 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 a good draw. You got Raquel, she's a good draw. You got Casey and her tag team partner. They're good draws. But at the end of the day, it's like people don't. I mean, they just want women to wrestle. They'll tune into women of wrestling. If you want a true product, you got to stay true to who you are. Don't listen to what your money says. Listen to the fans. The fans love NXT. Here's here's a fact. NXT 2.0 has drawn significantly lower numbers than any NXT show, period. Mm. And, And the ratings just keep going lower and lower. Yeah, they can put on marquee matches, but... Let, let's face it, let's let's take uh, War Games this past, you know, a little while ago. The first match, the women's War Game match, was the best match. And why? Because Cora J did that spot off the cage. I did not like the rest of the, the pay-per-view. I knew that that big guy was going to turn on Kyle O'Reilly. I knew that the... I mean, it was, I was calling the matches as they were going, and to me, that's not good storytelling. Mm-hmm. You know, like the only thing that surprised me was Corey J did the spot. I thought it was gonna be Io Shirai, but you know, I'm like, I'm sitting there being like, wow, she did it. Okay, cool. You know, but I don't 
think WWE is going to like go extinct, but I think they're going to hit an all-time low before the end of next year because of Vince McMahon's vision that he sees, and he sees that you know we need to relive the '90s and the '80s and the early 2000s. We don't need to relive that stuff. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Let me tell you something. That was different time, different era, different place. The stuff we got, the stuff we got away with in the nineties, that two era, we can't do that again. We cannot do that again. We got away with it. It was brilliant. That was then. Nowadays, it's lawsuits, it's boycotts, all that crap. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That was different time, different place. You, you say you say your mom introduced you to. That's that's funny as hell because my mom don't give a damn about it. But I remember, uh, I remember I took my mom to WrestleMania 30. Well, she took me, but I took her to WrestleMania 30, and like she faced it to make it best she could. You know, my mom, you oh, yeah. parents, most 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 parents don't care about wrestling, but uh, my mom faced it to make it best she could, the best she could, until. Uh, Right after John Cena Daniel Bryan match, I think she, that's when she had enough. I can't take it no more. That's it. I had enough of this, and she bounced. She, I, I'll see you. I'll see you when you, I'll, be, I'll be in the car. Enjoy the show. When you come out when it's over, so I'm out faith to make it best she could. She could take no more. It reminded me. Of, uh, I posted a picture on Facebook. Of, uh. A side by side picture of uh, Ariel from when she doing part of your world towards the end of that versus Squidward with his bored face. That's how that's how it basically is. I'm like I'm all excited. My mom's like Squidward with his bored face. Like I don't want to be here. Why did I come here? This boy got me up in here. I don't, I don't even care about this product. Most moms, most mothers. Let's be honest about it. If you had a choice between hugging a cactus and watching wrestling. Don't choose the cactus. That is true. Most of them will. <laughs> like you had you your baby, if your baby dragged you to a wrestling event, just dragged. You. I was gonna take my dad. We couldn't go. And eat. My dad was disabled at the time and couldn't go nowhere. Period. That's that's that my first choice. So it's down on my mom. So if she had if mothers had not just about my mother in general. She had a choice between hugging the cactus. And being forced to watch a wrestling event, she don't care nothing about. She chooses the cactus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom was uh, God rest her soul. But my mm. mom was she was the type of person that she she loved like the the action and yeah the, yeah and like I grew up on wrestling and horror movies. I mean that's all that I I, I like everything now, but it's like back then it was like. If it wasn't wrestling or horror related, I wasn't interested. Uh huh. Yeah, and like me and my mom before she passed twelve years ago, we we sat there, we watched every Monday Night Raw, every WCW Nitro. I mean, every TV show and every pay per view we watched. That's amazing, and, man. And, oh yeah, and when Roddy Piper or Diamond Page came. 
The last time I watched Wrestle with my mom was uh, WrestleMania uh, 35. Uh, the longest WrestleMania since WrestleMania 20. So I started at 530. 530. We clocked out 11, like 1102. My mom was knocked out. 11, around 11, around 10, 45, she dozed off. I'm here. I'm here. 11 o'clock, like 10, 50, she, she, she sneaked up a little bit. 11 o'clock, she was gone. <laughs> <laughs> my, my mom was, we had, we had wrestling parties, bro. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, like, my entire block was at my house watching. I had about 50 to 60 friends over their families were over, you know, and we had it on every TV in the house. We even had to put a TV in the basement so we had so we had enough room. <laughs> That's an awesome memories, man. Go across the street, but across the street means uh the comp- next company over, AEW. What's your opinion on them? Oh man, oh, oh. AEW sucks balls. Ooh. Voice of wrestling, come on now. You gonna you can y'all y'all y'all, y'all could have grabbed Taz. Come on, years Taz, Taz come on later on. But y'all could have picked uh, I don't know the Iron Iron Mike uh from uh WCW TNA Mike uh what you call it? Uh, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Iron Mike. Y'all could have yeah. picked him. Mike 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 TNA. There you go. Y'all could have yeah, picked yeah, yeah, yeah. y'all could have picked Mike TNA. Y'all could have picked uh. Wes, his partner in TNA. Y'all could be anybody but Jim Ross. We in trouble now. God bless Jim Ross now. I'm sitting there thinking like, 
Is he doing it on purpose? Is it a jab at WWE? But my thing is, is like, Jim Ross, to me, hands down, definitely deserves to be a Hall of Famer. But I also think he's got too much going on in his life to be a full-time broadcaster now because mm-hmm. of, you know, his health and everything. But I will say Jim Ross, I thought was going to be the saving grace of AEW because, I mean, I get hit with listening to him, you know, like, call a match where it's two ants wrestling and I'm oh, really yeah. entertained. Oh, my God, he got a family. <laughs> <laughs> my God, he got a family. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> But but the but the thing about AEW is is like they're taking everything that WWE did and they're just rehashing it all mm-hmm. and they're just doing it at a at a more adult level because they're adding cuss words and stuff like that. I mean, everyone's like MJF and CM Punk's promo war was so great. It was the best thing uh, you know ever. No, it was great when it was CM Punk and Triple H or CM Punk and John Cena or CM Punk and Vince McMahon. CM Punk and The Rock. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. But my thing is is at the end of the day if AEW wants to have a great promo they need to stop mentioning superstars in other federations or the other company period. Because I mean that whole promo they couldn't go five seconds without mentioning something about WWE and I'm sitting there like you know, WWE's getting paid no matter what because mm-hmm. these fools are over here, you know, like name dropping them like they're, you know, the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I remember uh, CM Punk alluded to uh, Triple H that the only way you were, he started in jail, he alluded to Triple H. The only way you'll be relevant, we all got to wait for uh, Tony Khan to have a daughter she can marry her. <laughs> I'm like, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> sure, how about when he just flat out told MJF, hey, you're just a second-rate Miz. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell, man? Wow. <laughs> MJF has uh, such, I, he has such a punchable face. He really does. Oh, yeah. Now, I will say, though, MJF as a talent, I think he's ahead of his time. I don't think his time has come just yet for the simple fact because they're throwing him in promos and matches and stuff like that. And the people, most of the people he's, even with CM Punk, I think most of the people he's gotten promos on, he's killing. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the end of the day, it's like, I'm sorry, AEW just sucks. And the only good thing about AEW is Britt Baker, and I'm even getting tired of her. Yes, sir. By the way, before we go further, we got to pay a few bills. We got to pay a few bills. First of all, today's episode brought to you by Back and Delivery, some more LLC. They put the D in delivery. Triple eight seven one two two five eight seven. You have a CDL license. You can drive trucks for them. Hit them up at two two at eight at triple eight seven one two two five eight seven. Or back of the more.com. Now, let me tell you something right quick. Uh, I want to play this. I had a commercial I want to play right quick. Before I do that, I, I, what if you get you you and your bride 
Let's see y'all. Uh, y'all y'all get my stutter. I'm excited. Let's say. Shut up. I ain't talking about you. <laughs> Let's say you have a concert and you and your bride supposed to renew your vows after the concert, right? But you find out old girl cheating on you and 20 billion people supposed to show up at the concert expecting vows to be exchanged. What do you do? I'll well, leave that. Well, check this out. We'll be right back. Hang on a second. There it is. Six weeks ago. 
Check it out. I'm there February 11th. I hope you enjoy it. If you don't feel like getting out, also Peacock. <laughs> that would be interesting. But man, speaking of weddings, right. uh, wrestling has had its fair share of weddings over the years, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the best ones, in my opinion, was the wedding between the Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. I had a feeling you were going to go there. I just had that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> the worst ones, in my opinion, Lita and Kane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I could probably do one better for you right there. All the way back in Impact in the first. Yeah, Impact. When it was TNA. All the way back in their first year and first season, there was a marriage between literally AJ Styles and just some girl that they plucked out of the audience and it was like, oh, this is his high school sweetheart. I was like, yeah, okay. No building, no nothing. Oh, we're going to get married. No, thank you. Oh, wow. I, I barely remember that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But no, nah, it's, uh, you know, I, I will say, though, like, if they could tell the story good, Hey, I'm all in, you know, like, uh-huh. I, I like the, the, I like the, 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 the storytelling of the way they did Macho Man and Elizabeth, or the way they did, even though it didn't work out, Stephanie and Tess, just to turn around, that was the perfect way to turn Stephanie Hill was oh, yeah. that storyline, so, yeah, but, uh, I could probably talk one better about the worst one, the wedding of Chuck and, uh, Billy and Chuck. Uh, yeah, and the whole time it was this publicity <laughs> set. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> wow. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, it's, to me, I, like I said, I like the storytelling, so. Oh, yeah. You know, wrestling all together, it's like, it's, it's, how, you, it's how you do it. If you can get, you some, whether you got an hour, two hours, three hours, if you can get the people hooked for the first, at least the first few minutes, you got the rest of the night. Oh, yeah. If I can get you hooked, I can, I can get you to buy my stuff. I can get you to buy my stuff, you'll be interested. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the reality is, though, is most, if not all, wrestling now, the first 20 minutes is just talking. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, you know, start with matches. Don't start with just talking, yes. you know, and I don't know. Again, I do get it. The promos lead to the stories, and the stories are what most people are there for. But every now and then, you just want to see someone get their ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know? WrestleMania, uh, what was that, 18? No, yeah, 18. The whole card was lit. Yo, here's what you got to do. Your first card. The first match determines the whole night. If your first uh, match sucks, the whole show gonna suck. If your first match is lit, the whole show gonna be lit. Your first match uh, determines everything. Most definitely. Yeah, and it, it's funny because I talk to my wife all the time. I mean, she's not a, 
avid watcher of wrestling, but she watches it from time to time. You know, and she'll 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 get interested, and then she'll be like, "Why aren't they starting the show?" And I'll be like, you know, like because if they start the show, and then the show goes downhill, then it falls on who started the show. And she's like, yeah. "I get it," you know. But if I was to book a, a pay per view, and there was just like I could have a free for all of picks on any company. Uh, my first match, hands down, I don't care what anyone says, is going to be Prime Undertaker versus Prime Sting. Hmm. That would be my first match for the simple fact. That's a match that people wanted to see when they were in their prime. Oh, yeah. So, so I would take that. And I would end my match with an all-star Battle Royal. Battle Royals are my favorite match. But I'm not talking Royal Rumble, I'm talking like an all-star battle royal where you take the top 20 wrestlers of all time mm-hmm. in any era. I will put Stone Cold, The Rock, I will put Hogan, I mean, but that's just dream booking. Now, if I was building a real match, my real match is going to be a, probably a title match between... I'm going to say, right now, if I had to choose right now, I would say I would like to see a title match between Stone Cold and Bret Hart again, because mm-hmm. they killed it. Hell they yeah. killed it. And that's, that's, I, that match was amazing, by the way, because like Austin never did say, it was, I quit, it was a uh, submission match. Austin passed out. He was a sharpshooter. He passed out. Did, oh, technically, yeah. he never he never submitted. He just passed out. And it's wrestling so passing out is good as good as tapping out. Oh yeah. So that that match was a little bit ish because like you got to tap out. Nope, that passed out. He passed out. So that was a little bit questionable right there. from earlier in the match not not from the sharpshooters Yeah. My thing is, is you can't take away from the 
I remember uh, WrestleMania 12 the following no yeah WrestleMania 12 the following year it was uh, Sean and Britt and the young I remember young uh, Tommy Chimmel I think it was young Tommy Chimmel got yeah got down with the shot with the sweet team music <laughs> yeah intended for Britt but Britt moved out the way and not and not Tommy Chimmel out oh, Tony yeah. Chimmel well, sorry. I know. Brock Lesnar. Brock used to Brock used to wrestle back in the day before he started shooting hell out of people. He used to wrestle. Oh, yeah. I remember one time, WrestleMania 19, he did the uh what was that? The superstar press on Kurt Angle and he missed it. <laughs> yeah. He missed it. Like, Term, but anything can happen, like you just said. Let's say I get somebody up with a suplex, like a delayed suplex, and I, I something happened where I lose, I slip my grip, and the dude fall and break his neck. It ain't my fault, it ain't his fault, it's, I lost my grip. Anything yeah. can happen.
and stuff like that. After he rolled out of the ring, hopped over the barrier and started walking through the crowd, he started taking pictures with people like nothing was wrong. And then he shows up on Matt Hardy's podcast, or not podcast, Matt Hardy's uh, Twitch earlier this week. Oh, I got dates where I'm going to be playing music and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there thinking like, this punk just ruined any kind of respect I had for him. Mm. Just to get out of his contract from WWE. I mean, that just don't make no sense to me. All you got to do, all you got to do, you ain't happy. Just go, go, go to the people. Hey, I want out. Y'all sit down, talk, talk away out of it. All you gotta do. Exactly. That's called. It's called asking for a release. Release is a, a softer way of saying you got fired. But now, Pretty much. now you can be released. Be being released is got fired. That's just softer way of saying you got fired. Asking for a release. I, I, I want to quit. I'm done with this. Have, have fun. As a songwriter, I came for a good time, not a long time. Hey, I went out. And all Jeff Hardy had to do was go, go, go to Vince, go to whoever. I went out, uh, talk, uh, sit down, work something out, for you to get out the contract. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Vince McMahon has bought people's contracts out so they could be let go instantly in the past. Now, I'm not going to say Vince McMahon's in his right mind right now to do something like that because the old man is, you know, He's a, he's a crack dig right now, but my thing is, is how much of a slap in the face to the fans was that? I mean, that was just a complete disregard. Because if he was drunk in real life, or if he was really high, not only is he in there dangerously putting his life at risk, but he's also putting the lives of the other competitors at risk. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, and then everyone was like, oh, he got COVID and WWE found out, so they had to pull him from the match. Then why the hell would they have him walk through the crowd? Yeah, man. You know, I, I, Jeff, Jeff Hardy's a punk, and he's probably going to AEW, and I, I, you know, AEW sucks. I watch it because I'm a true wrestling fan, and mm-hmm. I got to keep up on everything, but, yeah. Yeah, you know, AEW can still suck balls. Oh, definitely. You know, and it's all, like, all he, like, I don't understand why he did that, bro. You ain't happy to just go. You wasting my time. You wasting your time. You wasting people's money around here. They buying your stuff. You ain't happy here. There's the door. See ya. Oh, yeah. And, and the funny thing is, is his contract was set to expire in April of next year. So now, since he's been released, he's got to wait 90 days. So that means he'll be able to wrestle in March of next year. Uh, so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have went the way that Gargano and O'Reilly went, just let the contract, you know, expire. So then I'm instantly a free agent and I can go the next day on another federation if I wanted, mm-hmm. or I could resign. You know, but I will say though, Kevin Owens resigning with WWE. And I will touch on this over on uh, Russell talking to D too. Well, next time we have a show, but I have mad respect for Kevin Owens because he flat out said it was the best decision and easiest decision he could make because he made it for his family. Mm-hmm. He said he's not a selfish person, and I'm like, you know what? You can't help but respect somebody who's out there busting their ass for their family. Oh, uh, definitely. Uh, it's just. 
you know, uh, Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Morrison, well, they used to be Morrison, whatever, whatever they want to call themselves, uh, they, they acting like, uh, John Morrison's wife, like, y'all should support them, they, they, they let my husband go, good, you acting like there's nowhere else to go, you acting like there's nowhere else to go, you got, Ring of, well, you don't have Ring of Wine, you got Lucha, you got, uh, the Lucha Company, you got, uh, Impact Wrestling, you can go back over there, you can go to AEW, you can go to, uh, you can go across the seas to, to some England companies of the UK, you got like there's nowhere else to go, problem uh, and, and just to give your audience a, a kind of a, a refresher of what kind of person I am I'm a very opinionated person and the thing about her she didn't have the talent to be she don't have the talent to be a professional wrestler mm-hmm. in my opinion uh, and, and I think the only reason people signed her was the mere merit that she's married to John Morrison and that's it uh, like she had maybe a handful of matches in NXT, and none of them were impressive. She had matches in TNA or Impact, none of them were impressive. I'm sitting there thinking, like, she can't keep me entertained, therefore she shouldn't be in entertainment unless it's you know like porn, because she's probably good at that. But just mm-hmm. saying, yeah, that's just my opinion though. That's a possibility, man. I, I, I know, uh, well, you know what? I, I, I'll say it. I'll say it. Uh, OnlyFans. Selena Vega has one, but it's not what you think. First of all, OnlyFans was supposed to be for content creators until adult, former adult entertainers and C-plus retired adult entertainers took it over, and now it's just nasty. But Selena Vega has one. It's not necessarily what you think it is. So I wouldn't mind if uh, certain people had OnlyFans. I'm just saying. Uh-oh. Just saying. <laughs> now, I mean, I don't subscribe to none of that stuff. I mean, I know what it is. Yeah. But at, at the end of the day, it's like, if certain ones wanted to do that, I mean, I simply say it like this go to Vivid or somewhere like that and get a multi-film you know, film deal and get paid tons of money to do it. And so, you know, I got a friend who does that and she's like, oh yeah, I get paid like $18 every time someone signs on. I'm like, oh, good for you. How many subscribers you got? Oh, I got 20. I was like, you're better off making a freaking porno. Sure. By the way, while I was on my mind, I'm going to go ahead and say, I said, I said it with uh, Martez years, uh, months ago. When I, I, every young man has feasted his eyes on it at some point in his life, it's a rite of passage. Uh, how do you feel about it? How you feel about it? I was thirteen, and I was my, no, I was sixteen. My little horny mind, I'm thinking they're actually doing it. Turns out it's work. They follow the script. They have a storyline. Everything It's working, you know. Oh yeah. But my mind, they're getting off. I'm enjoying it. They're enjoying it. I think they actually, you know, nah, it's work. Oh, yeah. And, and then on top of that, nine times out of ten in those movies, most of the women are faking it because uh-huh. they've been, they've been, you know, like done so much that I'm surprised that any feeling is down there. But I mean, that's neither here nor there. But, not- I mean, it's like, I don't know how many times. 
the same. And a lot of these porn stars have kids, and I'm like, mm. yeah. God forbid. God forbid they ever get hold of the, the, the time for them to capture, get, get access to the internet. God forbid they come across something. It reminds me of tribulations, at, at least from tribulation China. Uh, tribulation reason, or what, what, I want to say reason, but the theory is they kept China out of the Hall of Fame because kids might look her up and discover who she is. And what she did after wrestling. Well, first of all, if we're going to go that route, you might as well. Let's talk about it. You might as well. There's uh, Val Venus. This is Val Venus close to penis. There's Shaniqua. Uh, right. She was a dominatrix. The Godfather was a pimp. Uh, what else? Mark Cannon was a Kelly sex. Was a dominatrix. Kelly. Kelly was. Nah, she, 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 she was a. Uh, she likes to get clothes off in public. Exhibitionist. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taz Taz trying to say submissions on ECW is hilarious. Uh I uh Mark Henry had a sex addiction. Come on now, we're gonna go that route. Come on. <laughs> well, I mean if you really look at it though, like there was an old wrestling promotion called Extreme Pro Wrestling XPW that was founded and ran by people in the adult industry. Mm-hmm. And, and, I mean, everybody and anybody who's an independent wrestled there because they gave you matches where the money was so much more than what you would have got on the independent scene. I mean, there was a match between Sabu and Tommy Dreamer on there one time, and they both got paid the same salary that they got paid when they were in ECW. That's a lot of money. Oh, yeah. I heard a rumor. Uh, I heard a rumor. Um... I don't know if it's true or not. Don't care. It's hot. Not hot, but it is what it is. Uh, so they're in the back in the locker room area waiting on the paycheck and the girl, a girl going down on somebody while he's writing the checkout. That, that happens all the time. Like the girl, your boss writing, your boss right down the check and while he's writing down the check, old girl down her knees doing, doing her job. Because back then, I won't say nowadays, but I'll say back then, women didn't get the acknowledgement that they get nowadays. So they mm -hmm. had to do something to get more money. And I mean, just look at Sunny. She has a book out where she goes into full graphic detail on how many men she slept with, who they were, how long they lasted, and all this other stuff. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, well, any true wrestling fan is going to read it because if she was, a, you know, part of wrestling, but. At the end of the day, it's like, I don't really need to know all that detail. Ooh. I mean, you just, yeah. So. God forbid they Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart is on there. Oh, yeah. Both of them are. Oh, snap. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like I said, there's a lot on there that you would be shocked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, but back 
in the day, I mean, that's what it was. It's like women didn't, women who were in wrestling couldn't go out and have normal lives, or at least they didn't feel they could back then, so they did what came natural, was hooked up with wrestlers. And, yes, I mean, you can't fault them because they're in that environment, and that's yeah. the only environment that they know. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm enjoying this, but unfortunately, parting is such sweet sorrow. We got to have Josh back on next time. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank Josh for joining me. See y'all, Russ talking the D. Uh, he's off there on Facebook for your local local showtimes. We got to go. Thank you very much, Josh. Appreciate you. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. See you next time, everybody.